Okay, I started recording this and I got a call in the middle, which was probably okay. It was Peter talking about going to round one, which is awesome. I, I definitely want to go to round one. Crap, I want to kind of go to round one tonight, but by the time I get there, I'd play for like an hour. But uh, that's that's different. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to talk about All Japan's um, Junakiyama and Takao Mori 25th anniversary show from... Uh, ah... Nisen Junana Jugetsu Nijuichi. Nijuichi. Nijuichi Nichi. Oh, jeez, Japanese. I need to practice. I didn't choose Shinakadeva Narenai. So I will start. Uh, I did not watch every match. I watched pretty much the entire show. I just skipped a couple matches that I didn't care about. Honestly, I, I probably only skipped like two matches. I think, yeah, about two matches I skipped. Uh, start with the beginning. So the opening match, it was uh, Koji Iwamoto and Yusuke Okada versus Kotaro Suzuki and Yohei Nakajima. Now, first thing I noticed with this match was, well, this whole show is the atmosphere and everything that defines modern day All Japan, or just All Japan to me. <laughs> Man, the camera work, the whole tone of the show, it had like a weird bluish tone to everything but it was very simple and very effective and there was a patience with this show and I feel that's just what all Japan is and just to be able to see a modern day promotion just just standing as, as an example to what I believe is everything about this promotion is and why I love this promotion um, simple patient and effective and that's just what this match was that's what every match pretty much was uh, start off with Yosuke, Yusuke Okada, uh, taking on, well, pretty much challenging Kataru, uh, and just going straight for him, you know? Okada is the All Japan young boy, and he looks like a grown man from UWFI, which is awesome, because anybody that looks like a shooter, I will probably like this wrestler, and I have no problem with him. He's young, maybe under a year working now, but he's, his intensity... Something about him kind of reminds me of Takuya Nomura. Nobody is gonna match Takuya Nomura when, when he came out of of the of the dojo to me, but there's just something about him. He he's he's determined, and his strikes are hard. He doesn't look like every other young boy that seems like they're confused that they don't know what they're doing out there. You can see he's he's using everything he has to try to get this win over. Uh, that being said. He took the fall, and that's totally fine. It was that's what you're supposed to do as a young boy. This was an awesome match, at, like a great opener, easy to understand, easy to follow, fun, couple good spots. Everybody loves a young boy. Nobody gave a crap about Kotaro Suzuki, and at the end of it, uh, fucking Suzuki just walked out of the ring, didn't do anything with the fans at all. Uh, didn't even seem like he acknowledged the fact that they won the match. And this looked like it kind of teed off Yohei Nakajima a little bit because he kind of just like looked back when he was getting his arm raised and he was like yo dude what, what the heck like we're supposed to be in this together uh, hey that's what's going on uh, <laughs> alright uh, next match second match on the card this is the match that while I was at work today or jobbing rather I was thinking about Masashi Takeda and Atsushi Maruyama 
teaming and just how I love to see these guys teams. How, how I watch these guys wrestle anywhere, especially if it's like in a straight match or like a shoot style match, anything. I will always watch these two any chance I get. I mean, I've seen Masashi Takeda in a death match, and I'm so happy I got to see that live. But anyway, I was thinking about just the idea of these two tagging and the dynamic between them and how great of a team they are and how great shooters they are and like just something about them screams work in all Japan, work in all Japan, become the all Japan junior tags, or, you know, like something about these guys, this amazing team. So this is, I was thinking about this all day and it's like, you know, I'm going to go home and I'm going to watch this match and that kind of turned into, well, literally that turned into watching the entire show, which I'm very happy about. This, this show is super enjoyable, super effective, super simple. So all Japan. This match was awesome. It was Atsushi Maruyama and Masashi Takeda versus Masanobu Fuchi and Osamu Nishimura. <laughs> awesome. It was almost like Maruyama and Takeda were like little young boys and they were going up against Fuchi and uh, Nishimura. And damn, dude, Nishimura is still so, so good. And, like, this makes me want to go back and watch all this old stuff, which I, one day, maybe I will. Who knows? I'm not going to make promises about that. But this started off with Maruyama and Nishimura, who I both love. And they were just going back to simple exchanges. And there was this one spot that made everybody go wild. And it was just so simple. It was just, you know, um, Maruyama had Nishimura in, you know, like, a, his head in, in a leg lock simply like that and then Nishimura just handstand up got out of it and you know put pressure back on and then you know he, he got out and then later on a couple sequences later Maruyama did the same thing and the crowd went wild such simple tactics in a match like you don't need to be going friggin 100 miles an hour and flips everywhere and pretending you're this strong style who gives a crap to be effective. That's not what I want to see, which is why I don't watch American wrestling really anymore. I mean, like I said, as much as I love CZW, they don't deliver. No, I, I can't, I can't really even think of anybody in American wrestling that's really delivering what I want to see right now. But that's that's not what I have to talk about because you know what? Who's delivering is All Japan and Pro Wrestling Noah and Big Japan and Stardom. These are the companies I like to watch currently. Uh, this was excellent. Masanobu Fuji, as funny as he is with his his uh, open hand, you know, slaps to the forehead, confused, like being sneaky around the ref, and then doing it right in front of the ref, just getting super pops. And as soon as like Masashi Takeda or Maruyama uh, got one over on Fuji, the crowd just tanked on him. Immediate heel heat. If you ever want to be a heel, just just cause Masanobu Fuji pain. It will always work. Uh, dude, there's like this feeling of old school impact and like appreciation for tradition in all Japan that I don't feel is always captured with other places in wrestling. Like, I got this feeling when I was watching Hideyoshi Kamatani take the Big Japan belt away from Yuji Okabayashi. There, it was just like this. This must be what it was like to watch All Japan back in the day. Just something about basic 
and effective. How many times can I say this? It's so simple, so easy to think of, and just this is what works. This match was excellent. I came into this thinking um, <laughs> Asushi Maruyama was gonna take, he was gonna lose, and the fall was gonna go to Masanobu Fuji. This was completely flipped. The fall was opposite <laughs> of what I thought, and then Asushi Maruyama challenges uh, Nishimura for the Bang TV and this NWA looking belt, which any belt that looks like the NWA title, I automatically love. This match was awesome, and I totally recommend. Match number three on the card, and the match number three that I checked out. This was a Joshi offer match, which is interesting when companies do this. Now, the companies that were involved in, I guess, offering people in this match were Actress Girls, spelled all types of ridiculous spellings, and they kind of look like an, an idol actress promotion-ish, at least from the pictures of the people. But that's okay, because I feel like a lot, I don't know, I don't know shit about Joshi. I, I watch Stardom. That's about it. And, like, I've watched Sendai Girls and watched, like, a little bit of old Joshi, so I can't say I'm an expert on anything Joshi at all. Nowhere near that. Um, it reminds me of Stardom. The girls looked great, though. Their gear was perfect, and one of them really stood out to me. Uh, versus a girl... Oh, what promotion was she from? Uh, one of them was a freelancer, and the other girl named Saki was from Ladies Legend Pro Wrestling X. Now, first thing I noticed was that Hiruka, or what the hell is her name? Yeah, Hiruka Kato was wrestling in cut-off jean shorts and a tank top. But then I saw her boots and I was like, oh, okay, I guess it's like a country thing. She's a freelancer too. I wasn't impressed with her at first. And I wasn't impressed with Natsumi Maki. Uh, I, I kind of forgot to even announce what this match was. It was Haruka Kato and Saki versus Natsumi Maki and Saori Ano. And those last two girls, Ano and Maki, are from the actress girls. Uh, I left this match loving Saori Ano and... Believing that Hikaru Kato has some amazing armbar tactics. Later on in the match, I guess after they heated everything up, because you know all Japan's style. You gotta love this about all Japan. They'll start off slow, and the next thing you know, you're jumping up and down in your seat. Trying to figure out what's going to happen next, and just waiting for a fall to happen. I saw these girls, and I would say, every, like, three out of four of these girls, I, I would watch them if they were on a card, you know? Apparently, Maki and Ano have worked in uh, stardom. Seems like that was... I looked back at the dates, and that was around the beginning of the year. And they've been working in other places now recently, which is pretty cool. It's cool to see that these girls, they just work around everywhere. Uh, but I like this offer match. And I looked, and it seems that um, uh, Saori Ano is, has been working the last couple of all Japan shows in Joshi matches. It's awesome. Uh... The different times the girls would start to show more flair. I do want to see them all in singles matches to see how they they just go. I, I don't, you know, there's tag elements, but tag elements are easy to hide flaws. And I want to see what they can do. 
just take off all, all training wheels and let them go, you know? No from the back, only them and their opponents. See what can be done. This match was fun because I had tight arm bars. You could really, really tell that Ano was the star. And she's the one that has the push. And whoever is booking this, she's the one that they like. And believe she has a star look. There's no doubt about that. She's going to be a GFC star. Without a doubt. She has to tighten up a little bit. But remember, the like the loose, kind of sloppy style looks a little bit more real. When done right with the, with the right wrestler, that can be received very well. And it can be very effective. Such a simple tactic. <laughs> this was this is a fine match. And I totally enjoyed it. I recommend, if you're not in a rush to get to the card, stop and check this out. Maybe skip around to the end. Alright, so the fourth match that I watched. This one, when I saw this match on the card, I was super excited. I love watching everybody in this match. And I also noticed I kind of skipped three matches, and one of them, looking back now, I had originally been like, oh, I'm not going to watch this because Yoshitatsu apparently went over to Zeus, and I'm not about that, but I also heard Yoshitatsu is pretty good here. Uh, excuse me. The uh, the match is Kai, Kento Miyahara, and Yoshitatsu versus Shuji Okabayashi, the bodyguard, and Zeus. Uh, looking back, I probably should watch that match, because it's probably really, really good. Everybody in there is pretty good at wrestling, pretty entertaining. Um, so, the match I was watching is the uh, All-Asia Tag Match, and dude... Next stream and Atsushi Aoki and Hikaru Sato. I love all these wrestlers, specifically Naoya Nomura and Hikaru Sato. Man, just when they came and like just knowing that Naoya Nomura and Yuma Aoyagi finally have the belts, like the tag belts in this in this company, to see young boys that you watch when they come in step up and and just go to the next level and next level and then win titles and then defend titles. Ah oh, man, it means so much. It's like you grew up with them. It's like you went through the training with them. Man. Uh, this was great. Then <laughs> Nayo Nomura and Ayoyagi, Ayo they, they gotta be careful. They're broken up to the point where they may mess around and have to, you know, get rid of those junior titles because they're too big. <laughs> but the all Asian title belts may not be junior titles. They, they might just be like the mid-card type of titles. Normally defended by juniors. Who knows? Um, this match was excellent. Super old school. In my sense, super simple. Everything about Naya is—he's such a simple wrestler, but everything he does is with a power and impact and so much heart and emotion. He kind of reminds me of Hideyoshi Kamitani if Kamitani showed personality in the ring. Yeah, I think I think that's about it. Uh, <laughs> this match was excellent. Naya's work is excellent. Hikaru Sato, I will watch him in any match I possibly can. I have the time to. I have the moment to, rather. Naoya Nomura is a star, but you know that Yuma Aoyagi is the one that they believe to be the star. Naoya Nomura, I will watch him defend that title any day. In an hour-long match of him just doing shoulder blocks, I don't care. I will watch him. Anytime. These are some of my favorite wrestlers. This match was awesome. This kind of reminded me of watching uh, 
Aoki and Hikaru Sato defend the titles against Yankee Nijikenju in uh, the Big Japan Ryogoku show where Hideyoshi won the title. That's probably one of my favorite shows in wrestling history, man. That show meant a lot to me. Uh, but never mind that. This match is excellent. Super simple. Back and forth. There was even the armbar ankle double spot that X Evolution, <laughs> Aoki, and Sato do. Everything about this was fiery. Just. <sighs> there was a point where Naga jumped off of the apron, just like body tackling Aoki, and the crowd lost their minds. There wasn't even a lot of like outside work on any of the matches that I watched, really, which is really interesting. And that also goes to the Suwama match later. Like, there was no outside crap at all, which is so cool. Like, you get used to so many, uh, like, Japanese-style matches, you know, you just bam, bam, bam battle, and then spill to the outside, and it's like, okay, well, spill to the outside, somebody gets dropped. None of that at all, really. Really refreshing. Really refreshing. Uh, this is amazing. <laughs> Yamayagi went over Hikaru Sato with the Fisherman Buster. And Hikaru just so, like, Hikaru was dead the entire time while they were getting, like, uh, while Next Stream was getting the belts and just all the streamers. Next Stream was flooded with streamers. I'm guessing everybody in the audience felt the same way. It's like they watched these two grow up and now they're defending titles against, like, two top defenders in that mid category of All Japan. This match is excellent. I'm so glad I watched this. Quick note. I did not watch the entire Burning versus Daisuke Sekimoto and Ryo Ichi match. Ryo Ryoji Ito match. Only watched the finish, which is totally okay in all Japan because pretty much everything happens at finishes sometimes, but that's that's not an excuse. That's just because I was more interested in seeing Suwama and Joe Doring and actually doing this. Um finish was good. <laughs> it was Aoki beating the crap out of Daisuke Sekimoto like a young boy and Daisuke just <gasps> selling perfectly. Oh my gosh, dude. It ended with a wrist clutch exploder and then in the back, the, the back segments were really interesting. Junior Akiyama talked for a long time and then they went to an interview with Ito and then you have Daisuke Sekimoto on the ground just crying. He's like, Sumasen, Ito-san. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, Ito-san, I lost. Like, oh my gosh, it was beautiful. And then they were talking about uh, the tag leagues and everything, and then uh, Nomura came out, and like as in Takuya Nomura from BDW, and you know, axed the team with uh, Daisuke Sakimoto, and then they asked for like Ito's approval, and then freaking Okami, which is uh, <laughs> Daichi Hashimoto and Hideyoshi Kamitani, come out. And they challenge, and Daisuke just has all, like, the coolness in the player, and it's like, yeah, you gotta beat us. And then Hideyoshi's just like, uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, no, nah, I love Hideyoshi, though. Hideyoshi drop kicks, you know. Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> Dude, it, it was a cool segment. It was really cool to see them just showcase BJW like that. I mean, granted, it was for an entry to All Japan, but it was still BJW. Now, Suwama versus Joe Doring. Leading up to this, I would hear so much stuff about people saying, oh, Joe Doring turned heel, and, you know, after watching this and hearing everything and seeing everything, this wasn't a heel situation. That was all Joe Doring 
proving himself over Suwama, stepping out from behind Suwama or from the side of Suwama and stepping in front of him. You know, showing he's the one, he's back now, he's ready to take control and to lead all Japan as her champion. And he did that. And you know, another person said that now all Japan has a main event scene, and that is way too true. This match was total all Japan style. From the really easy start, but with fire and and like excitement, and then like just crazy excitement popping out of nowhere, and then getting dumb heated. And and then the thing that All Japan does the best is just surprise finish. I don't know where it matches over. And that's that's believable. You don't need a friggin' sequence, really. But sequences are fun because they build energy and, and adrenaline and anticipation. But sometimes when it just it's over, you know, you can just knock a guy out and it's done. Dirty, like, looking lariat and the match is done. This ended with the... Revolution powerbomb, as soon as Joe got that up, you knew it was done, because freaking everybody's finisher was protected in this, you know, at least with Suwama, the last ride was protected, and Joe's revolution powerbomb was, that was it, totally it, Joe put him away, this match was really enjoyable, uh, I was like studying a little bit while watching this, and looking up and back and forth, and this, still, this was totally enjoyable, you don't miss a beat, because all Japan gives you that they give you they don't treat you like an idiot but they give you things simple and straightforward you don't have to be all crazy and intricate and cryptic and thinking something's going on for the most part even though just as being like modern day wrestling like I don't say fans are so enthusiasts like you get to that point of overthinking like it's a freaking hard-boiled novel but really it's not it doesn't have to be it's simple it's drama and theater this match was excellent. This was an excellent ending to a show. And to see Joe Doring win that belt and then those two shake hands at the end and Joe practically crying. And then him just crapping on Yoshitatsu and kicking out Yoshitatsu out of the ring. Uh, Yoshitatsu challenging, by the way, is a great idea. The fans dislike him. They knew he would dislike him. He came up with a New Japan shirt on. And uh, what a perfect way to get everybody behind Joe than to give him the ultimate evil. A guy from another promotion wearing the other promotion's crap that just beats somebody that everyone loves. Genius. Akiyama is a genius. This show ruled. Go watch it.